That last song we, uh, we were singing together as a family, it talks about when I think about the Lord. And there's often times if I'm praying for someone and it feels like sometimes the Holy Spirit will, will have me say to a person, think about all the times that he has come through for you. Like bring to remembrance all the times that he was faithful to you. Bring to remembrance all the wonderful blessings you've had in your life because of him. When we draw and we, we draw from those moments of his faithfulness and when we think about the Lord, what an encouragement it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory tonight. Each and every day, we give you the glory and all the praise and all the honor. Thank you, worship team. Hallelujah. Man, the Lord is good, isn't he? He's so good. He's so good. I'm glad you all came out for our fifth Sunday fellowship. What we do is any month that has um, five Sundays in that month, that last Sunday, we have this fifth Sunday fellowship. And so July happens to be one of those months. And so this is our fifth Sunday fellowship. And that's what we're going to do here in a little bit. But we're going to fellowship right now in the Word. So uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 16 tonight. Uh, this devotion. It's a little something I, I felt like I needed to share tonight. Um, but it's Matthew chapter 16. 13 through 19, yes. Um, we'll do that at, at the end here, Matt. Thank you for reminding me for sure. The offering tonight. I blame Dina. So. <laughs> uh, poor thing. She, she gets all those jokes from me, doesn't she? I picked on her this morning, didn't I? I did pick on her this morning. Wow, she had that fan going because she was hot, and, but I'm glad she's not doing that tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because we're having food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are. We're going to have a devotion this, tonight, and we're just going to share a little bit out of the Word of God and just let it speak to us. But this text is Matthew chapter 16. Um, it's 13 through 19, and I... I pulled it up, and uh, I've read it in a lot of different versions, uh, translations of the Bible. And for tonight, I wanted to read it out of the message uh, version. Do we have the message? No, okay, I, can't, I couldn't remember. That must be why I didn't have you pull it up here. So, uh, But you can follow along with me as I read this. Uh, out of the message version, this is Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 19. It says, when Jesus arrived in the villages of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, what are people saying about who the Son of Man is? And they replied, well, some think he is John the baptizer. Some say Elijah. Some say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And he pressed them, and how about you? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter said, you're the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus came back. He says, God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. 
my Father in heaven, God himself, let you in on this secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you are, who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. And this is the rock on which I will put together my church. A church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. And that's not all. You have a complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth. Earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven. A no on earth is no in heaven. I love that out of the message translation. I don't know if you've read that passage in the message or not, but when I read that, I thought, wow, that is, that's so amazing in the message translation. So I had to share that with you tonight, and that's where we're at for this devotion. And there's two things within that that I just want to pull out tonight. Last couple, well, last Sunday night, God kind of directed us in a little bit different direction, but two Sunday nights uh, in a row prior to last Sunday, uh, we were really talking a little bit about revival and just we were talking about this um, renewal in spirit and this this freshness and and so there's something about this right here that I truly believe will take us to that point if we can grasp a hold of a couple key things in that scripture right there if we haven't already to be uh, revolutionists. You know, um, revivalist, if you will. There's some really amazing, pivotal things here for the believer. In the first one, Jesus is asking Peter, who do you say that I am? And most people at that time, we see it right here in the text, they were saying, well, you're John the Baptist, raised from the dead. Or Elijah returning, or another prophet maybe that returned to us. It was kind of like a guessing game, wasn't it? Do you see that when you read the text? That is just kind of a guessing game for them. They were just kind of pulling things out like, well, they think you're this. But for Simon Peter, it was a little different because he had something from God. He had a revelation from God. He knew that he was the fulfillment of all the promises that God had made to the prophets. He had a revelation. That was a key thing. A revelation. Tonight, what's been your revelation? What's been your revelation? The reason why I ask that is because in this time, Jesus was right there in the flesh, right? He was right there in the flesh. And He had people that had been studying about a coming Messiah. He had people that he was around that were very well versed in that time, the word, right? They did not even recognize him as the Messiah at that time. They did not have a revelation of who Jesus was. So what is your revelation of Jesus in here tonight? I just asked that question. What is your revelation? For Simon Peter, he was the coming Savior. He was both King and Messiah. 
And really what the greatest need here on our earth is right now is a God-given revelation of who Jesus really is to each one personally. Would you agree with that tonight? We need a, I mean, I know all of us in here tonight, we've had revelations of who Jesus is. But what our world desperately needs is who Jesus is. Some of us in here tonight, we may need a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. You know? There's some times where we just need that fresh revelation of him, of who he is in our lives. Because when we have that revelation of Jesus to us, it will produce a revelation of Jesus through you. And there's nothing that we need that a revelation of Jesus Christ and who he is will not satisfy. I want to read some things here that this is a revelation of Jesus. Jesus is the lie of the world, isn't he? Jesus is the bread of life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the living water. He is the alpha and omega. He is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the door. He is the good shepherd. He is the true vine. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the savior of the world. He is the I am that I am. Those are revelations of who Jesus is. Some people know who Jesus is by what they read in a book or what maybe someone has told to them about Jesus. But that's not the same as having a revelation from God himself of who Jesus is. Because when you have a revelation of Jesus is in your life, it's a game changer. It changes things in you. If I only know Jesus as what it says in a book, and this is the truth, it is. But there's, if there's not a connection, a revelation in your spirit of who Jesus really is. That's exactly what was going on whenever they were face to face with Jesus in a physical being. They were guessing of who he was. I know some people who will tell me who Jesus is, but there's nothing personal there. There's no connection there. There's not been a revelation there of who he truly is to them. It's just a, I know who Jesus is. That's some people out there that we sometimes will encounter. And the second thing I wanted to see there is, you know, the, the keys of the kingdom. It's part of that. They unlock, you know, these divine resources, these sources that are in, uh, in heaven. And when you have a true God-given revelation of who he is, then you will become a kingdom distributor. Everybody all right if we just have devotion tonight? <laughs> it's not a preaching message, it's just sharing tonight. It's just us sitting around like, I wish, we, I wish it was cool enough to have a campfire, and we all could just sit around a fire tonight. Campfire stories, right? And we can just share. Isn't that what's wonderful about the family? That we can just sit around and share of who Jesus is and what he's about and his word, and we can just pick out a, a text, a passage of scripture, and we can just sit here as family and talk about it tonight. We can just talk about this who Jesus is, and whenever he says to Peter, he tells Peter who he is. He says, this is, this is I, I want to tell you who you are, Peter, right? There's revelation that's taking place to Peter and with Peter. 
And for us, a lot of times is, you know, we've had this uh, identity theft that's been taking place in the church for way too long. Because it's like we've heard it preached so many times, our identity in Christ, right? Because he is giving, God has given us so much, right? He's like, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. I'm going to give you so much. All these resources and all these things are given to you. Jesus said to Peter, I'm going to tell you who you really are. And I think that's so important. We've heard so much over uh, the years, and it's not a bashing thing. It's just a, it's just a reality thing, a true thing that I think has happened, unfortunately, throughout um, the church age and even early on in my, uh, my church history. Um, I felt like I was involved in a lot of keeping us under Adam, if you know what I mean. Like, you're, you're just always doing bad things. I'm going to go somewhere here. Because we're supposed to be in Christ and seen as such in Christ. But for sometimes it seemed like we were always kind of being held down and like always in Adam and our failures and our faults, right? And here Jesus is showing Peter who he truly is, his identity in him. He says, I'm going to show you who you really are, Peter. As sons and daughters, right? Isn't that who we are? That's not something we just say just to have hype, is it? That we're sons and daughters to get a, to get a crowd going. It's not something we just say to get some hooping and hollering going on. I'm a son, I'm a daughter. You know, that's reality. That's who we are. That's who he says we are. And when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords says, you're my son and my daughter, do you think that he's just up there stingily just withholding things from you? Or does he want to give good things to us? Does he want to pour out things to us? Does he want us to walk in his power and authority. When it says for us to be ambassadors of Christ, did he just say that? Did they just write that? Or did they really truly mean that? There was meaning behind it. There was truth behind it. Because I'm giving, he's like, I'm giving you some revelation here, Peter, of who you are. And I think tonight in the church, um, all across the world, that's what he's wanting to do. He's wanting to impart a revelation to his sons and daughters of who they truly are when we see who we really are in Christ Jesus. You see, when we preach Christ and who he is and who we are, it produces faith. It creates believers, doesn't it? If, you, if you're always oppressing or holding down and pushing down, that does not create faith, does it? Yeah, that's what it does. It doesn't do that. But when we preach Jesus, we preach him and we preach who we are in Jesus and we, we tell people who you are in Christ, there is such faith that rises up because it's creating an atmosphere and an environment for revelation. Does that make sense in here tonight? 
Don't we want revelation? Who wants? Who would be honest in here tonight and say, I would kind of like to have a fresh revelation of Jesus in my life? I mean, maybe someone else has it all and they don't need a new revelation. I'm always down for new revelation of Jesus in my life. Because I'm learning more and more as I go, ever learning. I never want to be a person who thinks, I don't need to learn anymore. Or I don't need new revelation of who Jesus is. I'm telling you, as I go, I'm finding new levels of grace that I have never known. I'm finding new levels of, of these wonderful things in Christ that if I would have kept myself under that oppression and, and Adam, I would have never experienced it. But Jesus came as the second Adam, didn't he? That's what he came as, to set things right. And now he says, guess what? Because of what I have done, when you come to me, you're my son and you're my daughter, and you're an heir to the throne. He even goes on to say that we are kings and priests. If the king of kings and the Lord of lords says that we are kings and priests, then there's something attached to that. See, believers don't follow signs. The scripture says that signs, wonders, and miracles follow believers. But what you have are believers following signs. Where it needs to be that signs, wonders, and miracles follow the believer. As we allow the Father to communicate to our hearts who we truly are in him, we will take the keys of the kingdom and unlock doors of salvation, healing, and deliverance, and so on. Jesus tells Peter, I'm going to give you complete access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven, and a no on earth is a no in heaven. That's wonderful. The writer in Ecclesiastes says this, where the word of a king is, there is power. And in Revelation, I just mentioned it just a moment ago, he hath made us kings and priests. So who is he? He's Jesus, king of kings. And who are we? We're sons and daughters. We're kings and priests. That's scripture, isn't it? That's scripture. God has given authority to his believers to execute kingdom business in the earth as sons and daughters of the great king. So tonight as this devotion ends, I told you it's just a short devotion. Just short. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? We're sons and daughters of the most high. Amen. Why does everybody seem so down tonight? Man, when I talk about sons and daughters, I'm like, at least I got a little joy in that, you know? I mean, it's, it's not a down thing. It, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you can't watch TV anymore. Or, I mean, it's not like that. 
Uh, we're just talking about being a son and daughter of the king, you know. And that he says, it's unlocked for you. So you have access. I mean, who wants access to the kingdom? I mean, I absolutely want access to the kingdom. Uh, and he says you have that because he says you have full access. And so today maybe we can just hold on to that and we can walk in that. And maybe we can be compelled to execute a little more kingdom business here on earth. You know? You don't have to just execute kingdom business in the church house. The church for too long has thought they only can execute kingdom business within the four walls of the church. And it says, I'm the church, right? Who's the church? We are the church. So when we walk out these doors, we're the church everywhere we go. That means you have access to the Father. You don't have to be... You don't have to sing four songs of praise and worship in order for access to heaven. All you simply have to be is a son and daughter of the Most High. Isn't that true? So if I'm a son or daughter of the Most High, and I'm out in the grocery store or wherever on a job or somebody's broke down on the side of the road, then I can execute kingdom business right there on the side of the highway. Right? Changing a tire, I can execute kingdom business. I can bring some kingdom into somebody's life. That's not me just saying that. That's straight from the word. He says, you're my son and daughter. There's something that goes with that. And we have limited ourselves for way too long of what that is. And we've had restrictions placed on that. And that's not good. We shouldn't restrict him. Don't restrict yourself. Walk in the Lord. Know who you are, a son and daughter of the Most High. We know who he is. He's the King of Kings. Who are we? Sons and daughters. We're heirs to the throne. Everybody all right tonight?